All episodes of the Real Women in Business podcast reflect the opinions and views of the guest and Cass McCrory and do not reflect official policy or position of employers or clients. Thank you. You're listening to the Real Women in Business podcast. I'm your host, Cass McCrory, and in this podcast, we highlight women in all kinds of businesses. For yourself, someone else, full-time, part-time, overtime hustle, Together, we will learn from and with one another. And if we get it right, it'll lift us all. Let's get into it. Friends, today we're talking to Janine Sables. She is an author, professor, anthropologist, and creator of the Supreme Love Project. If you have been feeling in any area of your life that what's missing is love, not just love from other people, but love of yourself, you are in for a treat. This is an episode that you're going to listen to a few times because we all just need a little bit more love right now. You're going to love this one. Let's get into it. Friends, I'm so excited to introduce you to Janine. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Cass. It's great to be here. I'd love to kick off with you sharing a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world. Sure. So I'm Janine Staples. I'm founder of the Supreme Love Project. And SLP is a social justice and emotional justice initiative. And so I basically help smart, successful women get out of toxic relationships that don't work and get into really empowering, um, affirming, light-filled relationships. I'm also a professor. Um, So I'm a classically trained educational anthropologist. And so all of my research and work in the Supreme Love Project community is based on my, my research. It's so interesting. I have had more conversations in the last week around anthropology and the process of really looking at something through a lens of discovery Mm -hmm. than I have in my entire life combined. Like it has just been one of those like vortexes of, oh, this is really interesting. How did you come into this work? So I came into the work from my own experience. I um, had a really serious, undeniable pain pattern of drawing in, attracting men who were not emotionally available uh, and could not meet me on multiple levels. And it felt very quizzical and odd because I felt like such a boss in other areas of my life. I felt like I had a commanding presence in my research and my scholarship, my education, my activism. I felt like I could call shots and be decisive and say in my power in so many different areas except for love. And so I started to systematically do the research on what was happening in terms of why that discrepancy, that oddity was happening. And I found that for many women, um, it's often the case. That's interesting. I think, you know, in hindsight, we can look back at relationships that failed and be grateful for their failure because of how destructive they were to us. Yes. Um, How do we... Uh, We can go in a couple of different directions here, but like, how does, how do you find that women come to an awareness of their relationship, not meeting that supreme love standard? Yeah. I call it earthly evidence. So over time, you just collect evidence in the earth that things are not working and it's undeniable evidence after a while. Um, What I found, and people know this generally speaking, I think in general pop culture is that Um, The human brain doesn't stop developing until um, you're about 25 or 26 years old. That's when the cerebral cortex actually closes in the front. And you start to actually ground really powerfully in your experience and your reality, become sort of fixed and have a space to reflect. Um, So it's right around the time that a woman hits her 30s 
um, early to mid 30s and definitely in her 40s. If she's not satisfied in love or in life, you just see the evidence. You can see pattern after pattern after pattern of what's going on in your subconscious because your conscious is bringing it to you. What's the first step when you come to a place of awareness? So the first step is to get really clear about, um, one, how serious it is to have developed the pain pattern. It means that you're powerful. <laughs> it means that you have a lot of energetic like force to actually create and reproduce something over and over again. And so it's about, you know, first step, acknowledge your own power, acknowledge how amazing it has been actually even to live as a victim or is to live as um, sort of like the not good enough or the second choice. Um, and then really the next step is to find a coach. You know, one of the things, Cass, I talk to women um, about in the Supreme Love Project is um, how great it is to have therapy. So many of us have a therapist. You have a counselor or some sort of practitioner who you might see once a week for 45 minutes or something like that. Um, but what I ask women is, is that person actually moving you forward such that you're creating an embodied, actualized change? Like you're transforming the way that you think and transforming the way that you be in relationships, the way that you choose people and operationalize your relationships, the way you create boundaries, etc. If the answer is no, the next step is to get a coach. Because a coach is someone who will not only understand the backstory, but also put in plan put in place a plan of action and give you stretches and challenges to do every day, especially inside of a community, that is where you're gonna get traction to actually shed that old identity and build a new one. I love that. I think that there has long been this confusion around therapy, coaching, consulting. And I love the way that you frame that because therapy is really a place, it's a safe space for you to Hold your own thought. That's right. That's Coaching right. will really, as you said, move you from point A to point B, really move you forward in progress. Yeah. Yeah. And consulting is going to be somebody telling you what to do. That's right. That's a right. coach is never going to tell you what to do, but a coach is going to help you figure out the directions mm -hmm. for your journey. Yeah. How did you come in to find coaching? Well, um, what I found is as a scholar in a university setting, I've been a coach for about 15 years um, because I'm working with young adults and or, you know, middle aged adults who are coming to uh, an institution to learn knowledge, to learn skills, to um, develop relationships, to network, to create community. And there are all kinds of ways that as a coach, you know, what we do is we set up a container. Like I build a container, that's my classroom. I build a container that has a culture and it's a culture that is affirming, a culture that's appreciable, a culture that is um, high standards, a culture that's based in excellence that people can like reach for and stretch into so that they become like citizens of the space. Um, and so I had been coaching for so long as an educator, like the way I craft my praxis, that when it came to a place where I developed the Supreme Love, Pro um, Supreme Love Project's methodologies and, and scripts, tactics, tools, and resources, I thought the best and most effective and efficient way for me to communicate them, these accessible resources, would be to form an organization outside of university culture whereby I can just focus on coaching. And um, so I built Supreme Love Project and I came to coaching as a way to reinforce the methods I was learning as I was building a new understanding of myself as a power center for my own life. 
Um, and also, it's a space to build community. When you become a coach, you have teams. <laughs> and so I knew that I could build community um, where there were people, players, like players in their lives, players on the field, like really taking chances, really creating new energy. Um, and it's just been one of the most powerful experiences that I've generated in my life. I love that. I love how you can feel the energy of what you created mm-hmm. and the framing of the culture and the participants of that culture being invested in it. Yes. That's beautiful. It is. If somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, okay, I'm curious. I want to know more. What's their best next step? So the best next step is to actually accept a free gift from me. (laughs) Let me be a big giver into your life. Um, And so what I would do is I would ask myself if I were you, um, you're any of your listeners, you know, am I a woman who um, feels powerful in many areas of life? Do I feel like a creator, like an innovator? Do I feel like a leader? Like I show up for people and I am um, a person that people rely on. Do I feel strong even in one area of my life? If that's you, the next question is, is there an area of your life, particularly in relationships, often romantic relationships, but sometimes we connect with women who have sister wounds, like they don't get along with other women. They feel like they can't trust women or they feel like they're performing and they can't be authentic with other women. Don't have real girlfriends. If there's another area in your life where you don't feel as powerful, what's happening is that means that there is a lack of equilateral force. That means that there is a lack of balance such that you feel the way that God describes um, himself. So if you look at scripture, God says, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if we think of ourselves as like human expressions of God consciousness, then we get to be stable that way. That means if you're powerful in one area of your life, you get to be powerful in another area. And so if you feel wobbliness, like there's a little bit of inconsistency, the next step is to accept a free gift from me. Um, And so I'm thinking a lot, Cass, about the holidays. Uh, I think about how so many women, um, if you're single, um, typically if you're single, some married, we have actually a lot of married women in the Supreme Law Project. Um, But often if you're single, there's a lot of women during the holidays who just dread it. From Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day, it's like the worst season. You want it to be all magical and romantic with music and lights and family and friends and romance and food and lots of great memories, but it sucks because there's people asking invasive questions like, are you married? Who are you seeing? Who are you dating? Are you going to have babies? Like, what's going to happen? Like, and there's all kinds of ways that women are encroached upon during the holiday season that men just don't deal with. Um, and so my free gift is, um, it's a, it's a flash masterclass. It's called seven ways we actually self-sabotage during the holidays and seven ways you can actually stop that and start calling in love. Um, that free gift is an hour long masterclass. Um, it is, um, my honor to share it with as many women as I possibly can to feel, fill them with a space of empowerment, um, with resources and tools to actually stand your ground, um, and be happy and peaceful during this holiday season and then after you watch the master class there'll be lots of opportunities for us to connect i love that how can people get it so i can offer you a free link um and so people can click on the link and just share your name and your email address and i'll send it right to your inbox awesome all right we're going to put that link at uh, realwomeninbusiness.com it'll be in the show notes for this episode so people can click directly on it get this free gift have these seven tools at their disposal so that they can you know flip the script really on what can be a relatively tricky time to something that feels empowering. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, this year, 2020 has been really um, a humdinger. I mean, the, the levels of change and shifts that have happened have been so rapid 
And like on an hourly basis, not like on a quarterly basis, on an hourly basis, we've been creating like major seismic shifts. And there's so many people who are scrambling with just like what, 35, 40 days left in the year to make it end like in a way that doesn't feel tragic. And with the masterclass and also with my event that's coming up in the beginning of December, the Love You More Mastermind, it's three days of empowerment coaching with me. Um, you can absolutely, there is absolutely time for you as a woman to end this year powerfully on your own terms, like really calling in love the way that you didn't even imagine it could be um, and starting the new year off in a really peaceful and passionate way. I love that so much. I want to, you mentioned this phrasing of calling in love. Yeah. For somebody that is not familiar what, with that use of language at uh -huh. all. Yeah. What does it mean to call in love? So what it really means is to get super clear about what kind of partnership you are looking for and that you truly, truly desire. Um, and the reason I say it's about getting clear is because we as women, like especially from girlhood, we're socialized into thinking around a Prince Charming. You know, some guy who comes in on a white horse and chooses us, who like picks us out of a crowd so that we feel super special and spotlit. Oh, and says, you're the most beautiful, amazing woman I've ever met and seen. I'm going to scoop you up on my horse and ride off with you into the sunset. And that's my happily ever after. And what I found, Cass, is that that's an incredibly disempowering narrative to spin out to girls. It feels really warm and fuzzy, but actually it takes a woman's power away. It takes her power away to actually be the chooser, to recognize her own talents and gifts and say, hey, I'm really high value. I have a lot to offer. I can like calculate my own deservedness. I can take an inventory of my own gifts and talents, and then I can sit back and say, hmm, who's worthy of me? Not who am I waiting for to come and pick me out so that I feel visible and I feel um, good about myself. But let me think about who is actually good enough for me. And so when a woman can lean back, lean back in that energy, literally lean back from it, from that pursuit of that nervous stress, like tense, is he the one? Is he the one? Is he the one? Is, she, is he the one? Is this going to be it? Is this it? If you can lean back and say, you know what? I'm just awesome and authentically mean that, like from the bottom of your soul and in your bones, not in a performative way and not in a funny cliche way, seriously, like I'm really awesome. You can choose from that perspective. And when you lean back energetically like that in the fullness of your own power, um, with a humble and open heart, then you can energetically call in men. One of the things we say in the Supreme Love Project is bring me only kings. Mm. Bring me only kings. It's where energetically you're tanged to the universe. I'm done with boys. I'm done with players. I'm done with liars or cheaters. I'm done with like Neanderthals. I'm done, 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 done. Bring me only kings to match my queen energy. And that is what we mean when we say call in. It means that if you are trying to find a needle in a haystack, don't. What you do is you become a magnet. Mm. You don't search. Oh. And I feel like there's so much lesson in that, that it's applicable outside of just love because oh, love is such, I mean, love is charged, Janine. I mean, it's like, you've got a lot going on there, but when you can say, I, I really want the highest and best outcome mm -hmm. yep. and I'm going to bring that to me, yep. I'm calling in the highest and best outcome here. Okay. That shifts the energy. Totally. Totally. And you're absolutely right. Because we're such incredible co-creators with God, with spirit, 
when you learn to organize yourself that way, like to look, lean back into your power, it's not just love that where you're going to create all of that amazing high level connection. You'll do it with clients. You'll do it with friends. You'll do it with your sister. You'll do it with strangers in the street. You'll do it with your mom. You'll do it with your auntie and your cousins and your dad. You'll do it all over the place because the truth is you are the center of gravity for your life. Mm. And when you turn on consciousness about how you are showing up, how you're showing up um, in leadership in a very consistent and empowered way, it's not just about love that you can create shift. It's all over. I want to, I want to shift gears a little bit. And I want to talk about who you are outside of the work that you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, I am, I'm a partner to many people. Uh, I'm a partner to my guy, you know, I've called in my king. Um, And so we are connected on every level and aligned. Uh, I'm an auntie, I'm a sister, I'm a friend, I'm a daughter, I'm a granddaughter. Um, I'm a teacher, an advisor, a mentor to students all over the U.S. and the world. And I'm a person who likes interior decorating and taking long walks in the park and breathing fresh air all year long. I run in the winter and in the rain and in the scalding heat. Um, And so I'm a writer. Uh, I'm a reader, a voracious reader. Um, uh, I'm an author of a powerful best-selling book. And um, I'm essentially a woman whose purpose is to um, contribute to the end of human suffering. And I do that through my work, um, my research into relationships, and my understanding of um, how different the world could be if women were really given the space and the support structures to wake up to the truth of who they really are. Ooh. I think there's been so much involved in this year that has allowed us to witness where we were asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this waking up is, it's sometimes really, you know, some mornings it feels really hard. Uh, And that's, there's truth in that. Um, But it's all really, I believe it's all for us. Sure. hundred percent. I agree. I'm, I'm grateful for the work that you're doing in the world, Janine. I think that there's so much that if we just boil down even our biggest problems into their simplest form is the question is, is there love there? And if there isn't, it needs it. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Where can people find you online? So you can go to uh, JanineStaples.com to learn about me as a scholar and as an educator um, at the university where I do my work and my research. And you can go to TheSupremeLoveProject.com to learn about my work as a coach. Love that. I've got a lightning round of questions for you. Is there anything that we missed? Is there anything that you're like, oh, I really hope we get to talk about that today? No, I think that you captured the whole thing. Um, I think one of the things that I want to be clear about is that um, when people come to the Supreme Love Project, we are not a man bashing site. Sometimes women say, oh, I'm going to go there and I'm going to be able to like talk about all the problems men have brought to my life. That's not it. Um, we're here to talk about all the power you bring to your life. Ooh. We are powerful. Pardon? We are powerful. We are. I mean, literally, 
I mean, I'm biased because I am a woman. I study women. I work on women. I really, truly believe that women are the most powerful beings in creation. Yes. Yes. Agree. Yeah. (laughs) All right. My lightning round of questions. What is the go-to song when you need to up your energy? My Power by Beyonce. What time do you wake up? 5 a.m. What does breakfast look like? A bowl of bananas, blueberries, raw almonds with a drizzle of lavender honey. Do you have a favorite ritual? Yes. I work out at 5.30 a.m. And then I do devotions at 6.30 a.m. Coffee or tea? Tea. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Morning, morning lark. I'm a lark. Yes, same. You know, whenever somebody says that they wake up at five o'clock in the morning, I'm like, yes, you are also my people. You are a morning person. You need me. Find me at 5 a.m. What is a book you've given or recommended the most, not your own? Mm, Probably A New Earth. Oh, Eckert brings it. Yeah, totally. What can someone do to help you feel appreciated? Oh, spend time with me. Dedicate time. Yeah. Oh, Janine, I've loved this conversation. Thank you. I hope that the women that are listening today step into uh, calling in love. Yes. And they feel the flow of it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Awesome.